Look, I'm always against animal abuse, me personally, right? And I would never, ever purposely attack another animal. I wouldn't do anything like that. There's two things, though, that I want to state very clearly. I don't know if you guys have seen the mountain lion chasing this guy up the, the mountain. Oh, yes, yes. I know what video you're talking about. The first thing I'm going to say, if a mountain lion presents herself to me in that manner, if she gets a hold of me, she's probably going to kill me. But she will feel me for the rest of her living life. Oh, yeah. She'll have some scars that they will just never heal. Because, one, if you're going out there camping, always keep a toolie on you. Some type of weapon of defense. Doesn't have to be, you know, doesn't have to be the Sharingan from Naruto. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, an assault rifle. Little Air Force knife. A Kershaw. Take a pocket guy. Just in case you need to, you know, make some firewood. She's going to feel me. And she better get a hold of my left because my right, when it swings, it's going to hurt. The video, for the people that know what we're talking about, the gentleman that he's like walking backwards, kind of trying to like, he's just like shooing away and yelling at a mountain lion. And the mountain lion is kind of like just um, dancing in place while kind of yeah. charging and then dancing in place. And, and it's just repeatedly that for a while. She pounces and, on him a couple times yeah, though. Yeah, she, and you see how yeah. quick she could get to yeah, you. Get some impulse. Yeah. My whole thing, in my opinion, that guy wasn't moving fast enough. The thing is, okay, so... If I was in that situation, I would have been booking. I don't even think I would have been able to take my phone out to record of how fast I'd be moving. You wouldn't be able to capture that type of speed on camera. <laughs> the speed of sound, the speed of light, whatever it is, I would have broke the sound barrier, done all of that. You would have not been able to see me on camera. I promise you. Here's the thing, right? He did the right thing, which was slowly back away facing the mountain lion. Because if you run away, then you're instigating the mountain lion more. As an animal, it's going to see that as a threat. Or two, it's going to see, okay, he's really not the alpha. Now I'm going to pounce on his baby ass. What she was doing was... The, the part that scares me is like around three minutes into the video. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Go check it out. Just look up mountain lion attack and you'll find it. The part that scares me is around like the three minute mark. When, man, she must be at least 25, 30 feet. And she gets on him. She gets on him like at least a 20-yard. Closes the gap big time. You know, I've never seen the king do that in the NBA. It takes LeBron a couple steps to get to the hoop. That fucking mountain lion can pounce on you in two seconds. So if I'm in the wild and a mountain lion is just so happened to be protecting her cubs, I'm going to try to go about it the right way, guys. I am not instigating a mountain lion. I'm not going to kill wild animals. But if it's getting to me. Oh, for survival? Oh, it for my life? It better get to me and kill me. He, he better hope so. She yeah. better hope so. Yeah, because if not, I'm murking you, your cousin, your little baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your whole family is going. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. Just to make sure that I'm good. Yeah. Because no one's getting me or mine. And then the other thing is, too, have you ever, like, thought, this is a random question, but have you ever thought, like, damn, all these videos of dogs attacking and shit like that for self-defense, like yeah. the German Shepherds or the Rottweilers or... The pits, whatever dogs that, that they train for self-defense. And you've seen, you guys have seen those videos. I always think to myself, like, shit, would I be able to fend off a dog attack like that? If a dog was to go and, and attack me? Because my first automatic, like, thought is probably not, right? An 80-pound dog just running at me and latching onto me. It's going to be a tough fight, bro. It's going to be a tough fight, man. And these dogs are, are fucking muscular, man. I've never seen one of these dogs not able to really have... The, the jaw strength to do real damage to probably losing the nerve cells in your in your arm if they get a hold of you. But 
Am I going to grab him with my right hand with the force of the Undertaker giving you a chokeslam from hell from the top of the cell? I am. And as a dog, whatever you have in your throat muscles better be stronger than the grip I'm going to make sure that it's viced on you, squeezing the ever life out of you. Because I don't know about a python or a king cobra, right? But if I get on you, I'm going to make sure that it's constricting everything in your body. Yeah, I've thought about that too. Like being in a situation where you're being attacked by a dog, it's pretty safe to say that it's no holds barred, right? Like there's no, there's no, oh, it's a, it's a cute little puppy <laughs> yeah, no. or it's no, a cute no. little dog, right? There's, there's none of that. It's a, at that point, that is a threat. That is danger that we must remove from this world. Is, am I pretty safe on saying that? Look, on the podcast again, I'm going to reiterate this. If you're jumping somewhere around here or you're listening at 1.5 speed and you just caught that we're killing an animal, hold on. Everybody slow down. We are talking about if in the position that a threat to your life is happening with one of these animals, it's no holds barred, 100%. I'm with you, Jay. Me personally, I, if there's a steel chair, I'm cracking a steel chair on its head. And that's on whatever. That's no longer a puppy, a doggy. That is, no, that is an extinct species. Of his kind, if I find more of them. I'm sending him up to, to the creator. He'll go meet the maker. I'm gonna, he's going to get there before me. I might get there with him, depending on what damage he does to me. But he's going to feel it. And here's the thing, and why I thought this is like... The mountain lion attack, you know, that shit's like... Probably unlikely, right? Like, I'm probably not going to go into the wild and encounter a mountain lion every time I go into a wild. But how many dogs do we have around us? And how many self-defense dogs? Like, what if this guy just... He's not like a fucking beagle, you know? I'm thinking, yeah. like, of a German shepherd, a real a real assassin. Yeah. I'm thinking, yo, can I fend this shit off? And I'm thinking my will to live is probably stronger than his will to, to kill me. You know what's crazy, too? I say that, though, honestly, with a caveat of never being in one of those classes that they have you in the full body suit and everything. And you're, I've never been in one of those classes. Look, it looks fucking insane. Anyway, sorry about that. Random story. I don't know if you, this was already like maybe about like six years ago. I don't, can't remember in, one, in what fucking state it was, but there was a woman that was killed uh, by eight wild dash hounds. So it doesn't even take like a huge no. wildfire or a pit bull to do you in. If we get enough dash hounds together, it'll be like a SEAL Team 6 of sorts. And dogs and in dash hounds and wieners, hot dogs, just fucking just getting after it. And it's funny because we have a dash hound sitting in the studio right now. And don't get me wrong. Like, she's, she's a fat little wiener. She's sleeping. She's was... cute. Um, so it's just funny to think that if you get eight of these things and you coordinate an attack... You can get some things going. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, man, it's crazy. If you guys have never seen a dash hound, please look that up immediately. Yeah. Eight of these wiener dogs killed a woman outside of the state of Florida. Because I maybe would be able to take it in the state of Florida, right? The state that we live in is home to the most intoxicatingly ridiculous shit. Yeah. But you're going to tell me that eight of these motherfuckers got together and took out a human being? What level of coordination is coming from these things? No, I'm telling you, it's a fucking it's it's a huge level of coordination. It's like a it's like a SEAL it's a team real story. Yeah, it's like a SEAL SEAL team six of sorts, but of dash hounds. And look, I just like with one simple Google search, pack of it's dogs, ma, um, comma, kill women in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, this type of shit is happening with their fucking dash hounds. Listen, I was never gonna fucking visit Oklahoma probably in my life because 
I mean, no offense to you Oklahomians, but why the fuck would anyone want to go out there if you weren't already dropped off in that territory? But now you'll catch me even less out there because stories like this, I can't do it. And it's not like Florida, right? Because I know people hear a bunch of crazy shit about Florida, and they still come here because, you know, we got... We got beautiful Fort Myers. We got Miami. There's Tampa. There's Orlando. There's a bunch of shit to do here. So it still entices you enough. But in Oklahoma, you're going you're gonna to risk your life for what in Oklahoma? No, nah, there's no need for it. I'm, I'm honestly concerned. The second like most hit post, by the way, guys, is sausage dogs kill U.S. woman in her home. Yep. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> like how did these motherfuckers break in there? Navy SEAL style through the yes, window? Yes, they raided the crib just like Navy SEALs would do. Almost kicked the door down of sorts and finished the job. And apparently they were from one to three years old. Look, man, those are basically puppies. It's, look at them. They have pictures of these guys. They're euthanizing all of them. Yeah, let me oh, know. they killed all of these yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm backing out of this article because I didn't want to see that. I mean, that sucks. I know the I know they fucking killed the woman and everything. <laughs> still seeing, yeah, like seeing a picture of dead dogs is still one of the most unpleasant things you can ever look at. And I feel like. oh my god, look another article: pack of vicious dogs running wild attacks kills women. Like it's it's just crazy. Okay, so oh I'm, look, seven dash hounds, not even eight. Look at that, seven dash hounds. Look at the damn. Job. But you gotta kind of figure out like, hold on. Like, you can't jump on the bed, motherfucker. Like, you can't get on a chair. Yeah, they caught her slipping. They had to. They caught her stupid slipping. Yeah, they had to have. Was she within the brink of death? Like, maybe she. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, this is so horrible. But I'm rolling with this because now I'm honestly concerned. Because if there's seven dash outs out there that are just doing shit like this. You gotta be careful. Then I gotta be careful. And, you know, fuck, they euthanize them for a reason. They are military trained dash outs. But was she like within the an inch of her life? Maybe they just kind of pushed her, breezed yeah. her over the edge there. I, I really don't know. Like I, I, the crazy thing is, since I heard like kind of just the story and the headline and everything, I never did much research behind it because I felt like the story was already perfect as is. Like I'll just leave it to my imagination. I'll leave it to the headline. Like think of it, a pack of dash hounds, dude. You could have said. 15 dash hounds and i still be just as shocked because it's like fuck they killed somebody just jump on a chair but literally the, but jump the, on a chair it doesn't thing, even have to be a high chair i think only seven did it is it's always like fascinating me I fuck, it was so, eight originally. okay so now back to my dog thing can i take one fucking german shepherd like now i don't know yeah and so careful. i almost want it because i i saw kevin hart recently did um one of those like courses kevin hart joe rogan i think both of them went together or some shit but th- th- I, they, oh, those motherfuckers get to do everything you know, you, you get to do a lot of shit when you do a lot of shit. Yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah, you can't be salty. But I, I saw them in the course, and it was like a defense course, and the guy training the dogs, these are trained animals, he kept saying, like, commands to the dogs to stop and attack. Yo, they, they were in big-ass suits, and the dogs would bring them down in fucking .5 seconds, just take them down, no problem. Wrong, man. Strong, strong, strong. Now you know what? If you're going to take anything to the wall, now I'm taking a fucking dog. I'm taking a pack of dash hounds for these mountain lions. Yeah, something to fend them off. Now I'm taking man's best friend. Now I don't even want to kill the dog if he's attacking me. Maybe he has a reason to attack me. If 70 motherfuckers just roll up in a house, that headline has to be misleading and deceiving because there's no fucking way that they somehow found a way into the house and then put this woman out. Just finish the job. They did... Fucking headlock? Like, what was she in? It's a crazy a story. It's a crazy, crazy ass story. Anyway, that's the question of the day. 
if you could fend off a wild animal, which wild animal would you have the highest likelihood to fend off? And it's not a lot of them. If you look yeah. like on the scale of just like um in the animal kingdom in terms of uh best predators, right? Or like kind of best hunters, like as humans we're we're whack. Like so we're not whack. we're not strong, we're not fast. You know, like we're, we there's you know, we 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 require like more food and more energy to do things because of like our brain and of everything. Course. You know, so it's it's just like I mean, thankfully our brain allows us to like construct things like weapons that allow yeah. us to be like the apex predators but if you just take all that away we're we're kind of like almost one of the wackest animals out there so it, so yeah so if you, i know like people might be thinking dude a dog but yeah a dog if you think about the fucking the strength in their jaw those claws those like it's just it's just crazy you're right you're 100 percent right humans for the most part were actually the entire time as they were evolving through history were actually not predatorial at all. They were uh, kind of like, they would go in almost like vultures. They would go in after an animal died and yep, with good reason. eat on, on the remains and, and, and see what, what scraps they could get. Which is pressing life. Which is a lot of times we, we actually found bone marrow as a delicacy because it was all that was left. You know, the bones were there. We would break open the bones, drink the, the, the fluid inside the bones. Oh the bone marrow and it was seen as a delicacy for for a lot of time and i mean you, people still consume bone marrow and i mean made the right way bone marrow is pretty delicious that's not what i'm saying though but most of the time we were based what you said I, I like bone marrow i've had bone marrow it's pretty good delicious it depends on how it's made of course but also like to what you're saying has a lot of uh impact on the way we we've evolved in society and why most of these animals have such little space and territory now um, because of that survival inability almost, like we had to band together and, and, yeah. and somehow through the cognitive evolution, our brain is consuming a lot more energy. Yeah. So we needed more fuel. We needed to find uh, like more food sources and we banded together, banded together, banded together to now the point that, fuck dude, it's insane. But now to the point that we believe in social contracts like like currency and Bitcoin and an and, and exchange of funds. Like I was in Target the other day. And this is like, it hits me every now and then, but I was in Target and I looked around and I said, fuck, we're a literal bunch of animals and no one's attacking each other. This is pretty peaceful. I'm here to buy some stuff. I'm yeah. going to give you some money for it. Well, they're attacking our wallets. Uh, you know, there's always something being attacked. Because Target, you go in there for one thing, you end up spending $77 and all you got was deodorant, toothpaste and a pack of fucking, I don't know, of an energy drink. It's so insane. I wasted $76. You know, you were spot on with it. I wasted 76 some shit. But, and I didn't get anything, but that's besides the point. But I was just looking around and it's like, yeah, this is pretty peaceful. Like, we live in pretty peaceful society for the most part. Yeah. Like, you have your events every now and then, you know, because of X, Y, and Z, poverty being like the most thing that leads to crime. But, yo, all it takes is now exchange of currency. I don't have to kill you for your stuff. Like, yeah. this is very a peaceful thing. People and I was aren't really raping and pillaging that commonly. I mean, in, in fucking third world countries and other yeah. places in the world that is, you know. That's why I said that, not that yeah, commonly because yeah, yeah. you I, look I'm, in I mean, Syria yeah. and some places in China and shit and you'll see some shit. Yeah. But for the most part, I was kind of like, and it's one of those moments that you had like almost an epiphany of like, wow, this is, I appreciate this moment. Yes. Like being on this side of history, I appreciate this. Because you could be on any side of history, but to be on the more developed side, to be yeah. in the 21st century, like, damn, that's, it's, it's kind of fucking relieving. 
that you're not literally fending for your life every single moment you go outside or being like, I guess, harassed that you may die every single day, like yeah. as you're, you're surviving, like, yo, that's kind of fucking dope. Yeah. Long ass tangent. But what, what I wanted to say was that, do you guys think you could survive one of these German shepherd attacks? And if you were in the wild, one weapon, what would you take? And it can't be a gun because you need, yeah. you need ammo for that shit. So fuck the gun. If you were to take a weapon into the wall to defend yourself, what would it be? And then what animal do you think you guys can fend off? Yeah. And then back to Target. Because in Target, it just recently... Uh, now, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, mostly everything is going back to normal. Yeah, we're, we're slowly uh, inching towards it a little bit more and more every day. And whatever normal means, right? But... Yeah, maskless, you know. Maskless. No, no circles on the floor reminding you how far apart six feet is and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, is it, is it almost going to feel weird not having a mask, you think? Because now it's I take off the right. mask and I feel so fucking good. I mean, I've always felt good taking on the mask. I mean, I would remember I would leave the store and like 0.5 seconds after walking out, mask comes off because it's just who wants to be like just breathing in a bunch of carbon dioxide and shit just like for hours or all day. That's just whack, dog. Like no one wants to be doing that shit. It's more like my mustache and my goatee like get annoyed by it. I mean, I wear it. Like I, I'm not going to be a fucking baby about it. I yeah, I wear it, it for too. a year and a but half. Fuck. But, I hate but it's nice not to have it. And now, um, anyway, Target Walmart's lifted its 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 yeah. uh, restriction of um, masks as long as the state that they're operating in don't have any enforcement of the masks. And I find that fucking interesting one, because the CDC finally came out and said, like, hey, if you are vaccinated, you don't need one. You could be solo dolo maskless. And it, I find it interesting because it's, it's happening finally now after uh, vaccinations are being available to everybody. The part that I don't agree with, though, is the shit that, like, Joe Biden has been saying about, like, the necessity of a vaccination Oh, like, you know, like, how, how hard he's been pushing it? Yeah. Like, when did he become a scientist is kind of what you're thinking? No, it's more like, I believe in science. I believe in the vaccination. I believe in these, like, things because I come from, like, a medical background. I have an appreciation for it. And, you know, yeah. there's real science behind this stuff. So I'm not like, oh, COVID doesn't exist. Like, I'm not one of those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm also one of those people that's like, I'm not going to get the flu shot every single year. Why? Because the flu shot, they give you four strains that they think of like the 12 to 24 strains that the flu actually exists in. Yeah. They give you four strains that they possibly predict. They try as accurately as possible. They give you four strains that may have it or not. And if you get one of the other multiple strains that have it, then you end up with the flu anyway. So that, that's still a possibility. So like I got vaccinated but I am not going to get vaccinated every single year for COVID. Okay. I, I feel like that part isn't necessary. If there's so many different strains of this, then the people that are high risk should now be worried about getting vaccinations multiple times a year if they have to. And here's why. Because now herd immunity is a real thing. Herd immunity? What is that? It's a buildup of immunity when someone is immune to the virus. If yeah. they've caught it before, they have the antibodies or someone's vaccinated, they cannot transmit that virus anymore. Okay. Okay. So that means if I'm vaccinated, you have COVID, you give, you, you're with me. I don't catch it. I don't transmit it to anybody. So it stays restricted to you. Much like the flu. If you get the flu and I had the flu vaccine, or if you got a strain of the flu that I already had that year, yeah. chances are I have the antibodies. I'm not going to get it. 
Herd immunity is a buildup within the community, within the center state city that you live in, that just has a higher tolerance of um, protection against the, the virus. And herd immunity is a thing that we've been trying to get to, which is why the last year it's all been about, oh, uh, let's just get everybody with a mask until we build herd immunity. It's a thing because it stops the spread of the virus at such a large, like, uh, at such a large, uh, at such a large, um, like, area level that, that yeah. it's been at. But if we're getting there already, then I don't think that you need to enforce it to the point. Like, if you haven't gotten it and you're high risk of vaccination, yeah. then you're not doing yourself a favor. Like, realistically, it, it's available for mostly everybody. I think they just reduced the age to, like, 13. Can't you even get it, like, in CVS? You could get it anywhere. You could get it at CVS, Walgreens, fucking Publix that has it as long as it has a pharmacy. You could go to a community park. I don't know how I feel about that. Because I feel like this vaccination, it should feel more, like, top secret-ish. It should feel, like, <laughs> more exclusive. And not, like, exclusive, like, people can't get it, but it should feel like, oh, only, like, these two or four three badass scientists over here were able to fucking concoct this shit in a lab and we need the special syringe to inject it into you. Maybe I'm asking for too much, but it's also somebody that hasn't been vaccinated, so go figure. Yeah, and I don't think so. Like, the thing is, is that the science of the vaccination, it took a while to study because all vaccines take a while to, to do stuff like this. I mean, fuck, we put it out pretty quickly. Yeah, a while, a year, yeah, a while. Yeah, but, to be fair, the, the, you know, you got to give doctors time to do stuff like this, man. It takes a lot of research. Here's the thing, though. If you haven't been vaccinated, go get vaccinated. If you're choosing not to be va- vaccinated, then that is your choice. And now you are consciously realizing what what could happen. Yeah. You know the side effects. This has been around for a while. I don't know if enforcing it now, like, in that way is good because, one, when in the history of the United States ever have we ever done something like that? Like now, any single time, like something comes out, is this the standard moving forward? You mean when in the history of the United States have we overreached and kind of almost impeded on our rights? I feel like you can kind, you can find some examples. It's not just like overreach and impeded on the rights. I I think for me, the part that's like interesting is the part that's like, who gets to decide now moving forward? Yeah, because the CDC and the H or the WHO have gone literally backwards on the same virus multiple times. And oh, yeah. I mean, like to the point that even in one month, it was like seven to 10 times that it went back and forth on the decisions. So it's like, if we're going to do something on this scale, then who do we trust with the decision-making process of deciding this? And it can't be like, I, I don't know if maybe now I'm just giving my personal opinion. I don't know if it's, at a state level, like you decide that because I don't know if it's state level, but I also don't think the federal government in general should have like full reign over saying like, because I'm thinking now moving forward, if COVID got us to this, that basically the entire United States and every single country or like across the world fucking shut down. Yeah, big time. Then holy fuck, what happens when something serious happens? And what happens with when something serious happens and what level of, seriousness are we gonna give it and who do we trust like moving forward that's the fucking million dollar question that is one of the reasons or like the whole thing on who do we trust and like how you mentioned that you know these two like agencies have gone back and forth before is like a big reason why 
A lot of people had like never took it seriously from the beginning. Um, still don't take it serious. Have decided not to get vaccinated. Have this have just been anti mask, anti this whole thing because they're we like people feel like there's been no trustable oracle in in the middle of this shit that we can kind of point to and like look at and be like, okay, yeah, like th- that that that's good. That that works. Like they they seem to know what they're doing. It's a lot of this has been up in uh, like a lot of this has been up in the air. Um, for a long time, thankfully now it's starting to feel like it's starting to come down for a little bit. But yeah, it's like, who the fuck do you look to for like the good, trustable, credible information? Because I'm not convinced that we're getting it from like, like science or like we're getting it from or like we're employing like the right type of people um, with with final say. It just feels like at the end of the day, it's just like up to the government because like look at what they did in fucking New York. Like they've you know the governor has come out and literally not allowed people to work it has restricted them the right to work and yeah. and have the right to go out there and make a salary and shit so it's just crazy yeah it's insane man and i i guess that's the part that now like it's it, it, which is why i'm hinting because in the beginning of course like everyone's you know scared of what it, it is and you don't have enough information and stuff like that oh yeah COVID in the beginning was fucking taking people out you know it, it, it was it killing like, you yeah. and ripping you from the inside yeah, out yeah, and it yeah. was doing the craziest shit to you and your family and I mean, now it's 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 almost like I don't I don't know maybe 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 I'm downplaying it, but it just seems like you know I if you're a private business, you get to decide, of course, mask or no mask yeah. or whatever. That that's always you know the way it's been, but I feel like now imposing that is is the part that it gets iffy to me. The part that now requiring because dude, there's. There's a there's a couple of fucking deadly diseases out there. Yeah, and you know, and anti-vaxxers, they're doing more harm than good, and they, little do they know. Yeah. But the thing is, is that when has it ever been a thing that we require to see your vaccination card to travel? Like that shit is the part that's mm, that part is iffy to me. You know, I'm big on HIPAA. I'm big on on your medical like conditions being your privacy and your safety and stuff like that. And it, it, in the history of the United States, like, when did we ever give a fuck about who's sitting next to us on an airplane if they're coughing, sneezing, or whatever the fuck, man? Yeah. You know, so now it's like, like, I just feel like whatever we're doing moving forward, then we have to be very careful in the things we impose now. Because if COVID, which is apparently just like a, a 1% to 2% mortality rate that affects usually people that have high risk of contracting things like the flu, yeah. you know, things like that they already have, such as, you know, smokers, obesity, things that like in general are not healthy anyway. We have to be very conscious of that because it's going to shape the way we treat almost every disease moving forward. Like how we close this out and how we establish whatever we're establishing now. Here's the other thing. I think we're pretty moderate on this shit. Like I wear a mask, you wear a mask. Like, we're, you know, we're not fucking like, we're not the wild, wild west here. Um, But I heard this lady the other day. I was uh, getting lunch and it, inside, um, it, it was, I think, like, bro, we were, like, pretty out there in Broward. And in Broward, there's no, there's no mass restrictions and stuff like that. So you can more wild, wild west. No, yeah. So, like, not the wild west, but it's, like, there's no restrictions on it. The cases over there are not like they are in the Miami. So private businesses have the option. You could or could not. And this person gives the option. The, you know, the manager of the place gives the option. He doesn't wear one. And his employees are. That's fine. He gives them the option to that. It's a private business. He's not going to tell them not to, to wear the mask. But this this is after the CDC said if you have vaccinations, you could go out maskless, indoors, yeah. outdoors, whatever. And some lady went in, 
complained to the manager. I, I overheard this entire thing. Complained to the manager, said, why are you not wearing a mask? He's like, the CDC just came out. If you're vaccinated, I don't, I don't need to wear a mask. And she goes, well, that's fucking ridiculous. It's like, wait, at what point? So who, what, what do we listen to that? And exactly. at what point? At what point is it okay not to? Is it okay to? And that's the part where I, where I want you guys to just think. You know, moving forward, there's gonna be a lot of shit that may seem good, but we have to think about it moving forward in the grand scheme of things, five, ten years from now. Especially with just everything that's gone on, you know, this last year, and really the mortality rate of something that that we anticipated was a lot more than than it was. You know, I, I feel like we reacted too late. That That's the thing, like, we talked about on the podcast. We feel like as a country, we reacted too late. Yeah. And then we just didn't, couldn't make a decision. We don't know who to trust. So it was, like, up to the states. And then the states didn't know what to do. So it was like, okay, we'll shut everything down. Okay, no, wait, we won't. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. And that's what I think moving forward. Think about it because it's going to be shaping the rest of, like, the, uh, the entire time how we guide um, diseases in, in the in the countries and I think the world. I know we already mentioned animals in the beginning of this episode, but we're still going to talk about animals a little bit more. Elon Musk, what the oh, fuck no. are you doing? Look, man, honestly, look, we're 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 one not financial advisors. Yeah, no, we we definitely are not financial advisors. We only you know talk about things that we have going on and things that we will potentially end up doing. We only buy the dips and not sell. And I got to say this, Warren Buffett has two rules to the stock game. Yep. The first rule, you never lose money. And the second rule is never break the first rule. Yep. And I got to say, my hands, you may, you may not be able to see them, how they actually look here, but they have fucking diamonds on them. Yep. Me out of stone. Elon knows very well what he's doing. He had a lot of value in him. He had a lot of value in Bitcoin. Made over 100 mil in Bitcoin when he bought in. Over 150, I think. Way more than that, bro. Way, 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 way. Yeah, I'm underselling it. Yeah, big time. I don't have the exact number, but... Well, he made a lot more off of Bitcoin than he did off of Tesla. Yeah, like exactly. To the point where he's made more money in his Bitcoin investment than he's ever made selling cars or... More than te- Tesla has ever made as a business. Well, let's... I mean... If for anyone that's like, what the fuck's going on? You guys are talking about Bitcoin again, whatever, no, blah, blah, this and that. Listen, we, we like to be a transparent bunch over here, and we like to talk about the good. We talk about the bad. We just keep it transparent. There has been a Bitcoin pullback. You can call it a crash. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. Um, there's been a big shift in the market. Um, a lot of hysteria has been going on over some things that Elon Musk has said. Um, now this time... People feel like the guy affects a lot of things in the world because there's a lot of people, even though like we're pretty, I don't want to say high on Elon, but I guess we're more pro Elon than a lot of people. I'm still pro Elon. But a lot of people feel like that guy does a lot of bad into this world. And now he's um, aimed his sights at Bitcoin, which has kind of, like I said, um, caused like a shift in the market. And just one thing I want to say um, on the whole like energy debate and everything with Bitcoin is... Um, just don't be one of those people. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like draw on and like be long or anything. But like, just don't be one of those people that likes to bring up the energy debate on Bitcoin and ignore literally everything else that Bitcoin, takes up a lot of fucking like, energy. Too. Like takes up a lot of energy, but like everything that Bitcoin affords you and affords like 
the world. And like one thing that like I had like seen online is just the fact of like of the 50k terawatt hours of energy that we burn every year that is just essentially wasted, right? Um, and Bitcoin only uses like about 160 terawatt hours, not thousand, no, just 160. So it's like one percent of like the one percent that we use. So um, yes, there are, I guess, some type of energy implications, but all I would say is just kind of like inform yourself and don't come to such a biased, um, view on it. Some people are saying Elon has maybe some secondary motives here and he's about to release a, a carbon, carbonless emission fucking way to mine Bitcoin or some bullshit like that. Or maybe he's just fucking off. Like he usually does with a lot of other shit, but regardless we are not your financial advisors. We buy the dips and we hold. And that's just more so because we really understand what it is that we're investing in when it comes to something like Bitcoin. Like we've built our conviction and, you know, it just is what it is. Sometimes these things happen and you can't beat yourself up over things that you can't really control too much. Like Elon Musk going out there saying some shit and then his army of fucking um, degenerates or whatever you want to call them just activating and, and doing a bunch of shit. That was beautifully said, so I'm only going to add to it. It wasn't even that much beautifully said, to be honest, if, if, if I think so, but it's just me saying, like, shit happens, dude. Shit just fucking happens. Which is why, like, you know, you inform them on what's going on and then just take it easy. Everybody yeah. just take it easy. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking it super fucking easy. So... Because you put it so beautifully, I'm just going to add two things to that. And then we're going to close out this podcast. And that's this. Elon Musk knows exactly what he's doing. He knows he moves the markets. He's not fucking waking up in the morning. He's like, hey, I wonder if what I'll say today fucking moves the market or not. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yep. That's first and foremost. And so because of what he said, there's already been companies that have been committing to carbonless mining of the coin oh, or at least putting oh, there's back, a bunch of shit like so that. buying back into the uh, yeah. into the circuit yes. to make uh, their, their carbon emissions as low as possible. It gets so more already. It gets more and more renewable every year and every year less and less miners come into the into the space, which just goes to show that it will be less and less carbon emissions. But that's getting too deep and there's no need for that right now. And then the second thing is. If you sold your soft. <laughs>